This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra. No cuts, no special sessions. No cuts, no special sessions. This is an anatomy of an action. Americans, and especially Texans, were realizing last week that we are in the middle of a terrible crisis. Republicans in Congress were announcing, are still announcing, that no matter how many cuts against working families that they could get Joe Biden to agree to, it wasn't going to be enough. They want America, and possibly the rest of the world, to bleed. After hauling and hooing around for months, the Texas legislature proposed a budget that had almost nothing for the state's schoolchildren unless we swallowed their ambition to undermine the schools by providing state funds for private schools. Even worse than that, the governor of Texas said that if school children were not hurt enough in the regular session of the legislature, then he would call a special session to do even more damage. On Monday last week, I called up Judy Bryant. She's the state organizer for the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans. I'm the president. Judy and I agreed that we are threatened with massive cuts from Washington, D.C. and from Austin, Texas. Both of them were coming to climactic points in the following week, that is, in the week we're in now. As far as Judy and I could tell, nobody in Dallas was doing anything except frantically, over and over again, asking people to call their political representatives. We were getting 8 and 10 requests every day to do the same thing over and over. So we decided to call an action for Saturday, May the 27th. Just two people does not an action make. So I called the Dallas chapter president, Kenneth Williams, and he said, go for it. Then I called the secretary treasurer of the Dallas AFL-CIO and got the same encouraging response. Before the day was over, Judy and I had some level of commitments from very important people for this kind of an action. We got Juana Ramirez, a union organizer for SEIU and Workers United, and she's also the organizer for the Labor Council for Latin American Advancement. It was important to get her for several reasons, but also because we had to have somebody who spoke Spanish. We also got Rosie Kurtz, the co-chair of YAL, the Young Active Labor Leaders. In other words, we had all three of the active constituency groups in the Dallas labor movement, the old people, the young people, and the Spanish-speaking people. That evening, I fired off 2,000 emails to retirees who live around Dallas and told them that we were going to protest downtown on Saturday, May 27th. I sent 120 emails to newspersons in the area. I also set up a Facebook event Judy invited 80 people on Facebook, and I invited 480 through Facebook. We got lucky on Tuesday because the very popular school board trustee, Joyce Foreman, agreed to be our main speaker. Immediately, I contacted the news persons again and said Joyce Foreman's going to speak. A WFAA-TV reporter called me then and said they would cover us for ABC News. At that point, we also added another important speaker, Rena Honey, 
the president of the School Employees Union, Alliance AFT. Here in Dallas, it is extremely rare for union people to get commercial news coverage. I started worrying that they wouldn't come, or if they did come, that they might not use whatever video they shot. So, I fired off emails to 172 veteran activists that I know, asking them to join our action and to help me get people to work with me to get television coverage. I told them, first of all, bring signs, but only signs with our message. No cuts, no special session, no other signs. Pick it in a disciplined way until the TV camera arrives. Do not talk individually to newspersons. Try to get them to use our message and our designated speakers. When the TV camera comes, stand in a group behind the speaker so you, you form a backdrop for the speakers. Keep quiet unless the speaker gives you encouragement to yell something like amen or right on or something encouraging and make a lot of encouraging noise as each speaker finishes. That's what I told them to do. On Friday, I fired off another 3,000 emails to the unionists and union supporters in the Dallas area. That's another database that I have. I also set up the texting service to send 204 emails to the top activists on Saturday morning to remind them to come. Then I called around to see if anybody had any appropriate signs. There were hardly any, so I dragged out my magic markers and started making signs that said, no cuts. I also started electronically charging my little 40-watt portable sound system, my video camera, and my phone. I wanted everything charged up. Finally, Saturday afternoon, I arrived at the site 30 minutes early. Bob and Sylvia, two of our great retiree activists, were already there. Then I fretted and worried while a few more arrived by ones and twos. Every time somebody arrived, I went over my instructions about how to get TV coverage, and I told them where I wanted them to stand. It's hard to get volunteers to put on a show. They tend to want to cluster around and talk to one another. But this group was pretty good, and I was fussing quite a bit. The assigned time finally came. It was 2 o'clock, but the TV camera wasn't there. I waited 20 minutes. Then, despondent and dejected, I started calling the group together to hear the speakers. Just as I did that, my phone rang in my pocket, and it was the cameraman. Sure enough, he had gotten lost in downtown Dallas. I don't know, about five or six blocks from where his office is. But he finally got there. He had gotten lost, but he got there, so I helped steer him to us, and then I turned my attention to keeping everybody together. As soon as he got his camera on, I orchestrated the chant, no cuts, no special session, over and over. I told trustee Joyce Foreman that she would speak first. I tried to get her to stand to face the cameraman while standing in front of the crowd so that the crowd would be her backdrop. But she was too polite and nice. She wanted to face the audience while she spoke for about 15 minutes. The TV recorded her, but the background behind her 
was just the street and passing cars. When we got to the next speaker, Juana Ramirez speaking in Spanish, she stood where I asked her to stand so that the crowd was in the background. She was great. There was a problem though, since she was speaking Spanish and some of us didn't understand her, they started socializing with each other and I shushed them angrily. Almost immediately after I did that, one of the retirees that I had shushed left immediately. Oh my gosh. Oh dear, I figured I had hurt her feelings and driven her away, lost a perfectly good activist. I wanted to chase her down the street, but I couldn't because I was still focusing on getting our message into that TV camera. As I was the MC, I led the chant between every speech. The chant was the essence of our, men, of our message. That's what I wanted the TV to pick up more than anything else. We got through the other speakers. Judy Bryant spoke for the retirees. Uh, Rosie Kurtz spoke for the youth. Rena Hone spoke for the union. And I spoke in between everyone just to lead the chant. And we'd, lead the, we'd have the chant a couple of times and then we would have the next speaker. The whole thing only took, oh, maybe 30 minutes, I guess. The cameraman seemed quite befuddled. He didn't really seem really clear on what he was doing, but at least he had some footage. He had some video in his camera. And after he left, I gave a quick talk, thanking everybody for all their help and la-di-da-da-da, uh, appreciate you so much, and we just really hope that they will use this on television. I hate to sound cynical, but the truth is that in the world that we are living in right now, the main purpose of doing a protest, a protest of any kind is to try to get on television. Speaking to millions of people on television is so much more than speaking to one another or sending out a few thousand emails or showing a few signs to a few cars as they pass by. So I worried about getting on television. Five o'clock news came. I watched it for an hour. We just weren't there. And by then I had talked to Judy several times. She was also monitoring the TV. At the six o'clock news, we came on. They used Rena Honey speaking for a sentence or two and they used the group doing the chant. Just as I had figured, they only ran 20, 25 seconds, but think about it. That's 20 or 25 seconds with millions of people watching. Additionally, they have us talking in English and Spanish, and if more things come up as this crisis continues to unfold, they may use some more. So altogether, I consider it a pretty good action. That's my anatomy of an action. No cuts, no special sessions. This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra.